song i don't have a song people have been asking for the songs back have they yeah one guy one guy said do the song or i'm gonna stop listening that's not enough sorry Um, sorry the song is welcome to wedding week it's wedding week for you welcome to wedding week come along join our crew that's good see now he's gonna come back we got we went we didn't lose a listener yeah that might have lost a different listener that was a classic lionel richie jam yeah, I knew that. Mm-hmm. Big, big Lionel head. Yep. Um, look at us back. We took a week off. We're back. I feel refreshed. I don't even remember how to do this. If we didn't, I can't believe you're fitting this in this week. This is a very big week for you. Yeah, I get married in five days. That's still happening. Yeah, we're still on track. Well, once the deposits went down, I was like, it's it's happening now. <laughs> yeah. The ba- you have to back out before the deposits. Uh, you don't say how much you'd be in for right now if you bail. I don't know. Oh. Well, it's mostly a lot of honest dad's deposits. Got it. Um, but uh, yeah, it would be, I don't even want to look at it. How are you feeling in this moment? I feel great. Things are on track. Uh, did we talk last week about the wedding dress problem? Probably no, not. No. Anna's wedding dress arrived. Yeah, it's because this was like a few days ago. It was like a week ago. Anna's wedding dress arrived and it was not just wrong, but like broken. What does that mean? Well, so I'm not allowed to see it, so I don't really know, but apparently, like, it wasn't attached to each other. Like, there were pieces in pieces, and they were like, this isn't how the dress is. Like a, like a two-piece wedding dress? Like, it, I don't know, because I haven't seen it, but that she was, they tried it on everyone there, including the people that had sold it, were like, you can't wear this. And so, they had to go last minute, go to another place, and be, like, like crying, just like, Please, can I have any dress? And she ended up finding one that she loves even more. Oh, thankful! So, but it was a very dramatic couple of days of like, I guess she was like literally online looking for just like regular white dresses, so she would have, be able to just wear something. Oh, that's brutal. Yeah, but, but it's good now. It's so all good. Mandy Jackson wedding dresses saved the day. Big hero, Mandy. Thank you, Mandy. Yeah, big listener. We love you. You're a sponsor for free. What about? When Anna was on, she did a, a very great and kind of offensive Russian accent about this woman who's like, don't worry about your dress, I got you. Yes. Okay, yes. What so, happened? I'm glad you remembered that. She was going to be the hero because it came. the wedding dress came not the way it was supposed to, and she was going to fix it. Yeah. And she did everything she could. Um, she just wasn't good enough. Yeah, I don't think anyone would have been good enough. She was like, this was, a, this was impossible. I don't, I've never met her. I don't know how she actually sounds. I just know Anna's impression. You guys, you guys roast her so good. Yeah, this poor woman. Well, she's great, but she this dress was totaled. Um, so when she was to try it on after <laughs> they tried to fix it is when they were like, "You have to get a new dress in two weeks." And it worked out. It was a little more expensive, but worth it to have a wedding dress. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I should probably get my tux here soon. You, you don't have your tux yet? No, I do. Okay. I actually haven't tried mine on. I got it from the internet. <laughs> Cool. So I'm just gonna go. Amazon? Uh, yeah, no. From uh, it's actually Men's Warehouse. Oh, there you go. But from the internet, the Men's Warehouse of Men's Wear. Yeah, but like I already Amazon. had my measurements for another thing, so I just like I don't need to go back yeah. there. I just got my measurements. Was it your measurements from before you did the Camino though? No. Okay, that's good. Yeah, you get measured for all kinds of stuff. You're doing stuff. Yeah, our friend TR's wedding is in November. How do you oh, measure okay. for that? Yeah, I was gonna say. Normally, if you're having to get measured for stuff, it means your life's going well because I means some stuff's coming up. But it's really just your friends. It's my friends. Stuff going on my friends. Them. My friends are the great things are going on for my friends. Yeah, you're success adjacent. Yeah, um, which is great, you know, because they say you take the average of your five best friends, and that's probably where you are. So, is that what they say? You're married. I, yeah, I guess that's I'm what that means. Mostly married. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think it's you think I'm not successful because I'm single? Is uh, that what you're saying? I'd say the the world looks at you that way. Jeez. No, dude, you're married to the game right now. <laughs> and the game is gang, gang, the game dude. St. Andre, and it's continuing to kill it. We won't talk about it too much no. this week because we, 
we beat it into the ground last episode. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm over it, honestly. But it's still going. I hope you're not over it, but it's still going really well. It's still going well. Please follow along. A lot more funny stuff. Uh, while we're still talking about wedding stuff, yeah, I did bring you... It's a collaborative... It's like a collaborative post between me and a good friend of mine. I got you a wedding gift. Okay, great. So this is a wedding gift from you and someone else? Yes. Oh, I'm so nervous. I've been looking at this thing sitting next to me since you got here, and it's the box it comes in looks like it might have cost forty dollars itself. It's a nice box. A it's nice a very ribbon nice on it. Box. Is Ozzy's under the table? Is he skittish? By the way, is this about to scare the crap out of me? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You're good. <laughs> There's a snake in here. Um, all right, I'm gonna open it. This is so selfish. Usually people just give wedding gifts and they, you know, get a thank you card later. But I'm like, I want you to do this so you can yeah. show me how thankful you I'm are. I'm not gonna write a thank you note to you because you're here for this. Oh my gosh. Okay. It's. I see it's embroidered. This looks like a blanket of some kind. Yep. And it says Anna and... What if it was like Greg? <laughs> yeah, it's just like got a cheaper version. Anna and Andrew with our wedding date at the bottom. And it's such a nice blanket. Thank you. Can you guess who my collaborative gift giver is? A blanket person? My mother. Yeah. She made it. She made it? Yeah. What? She gave me that yesterday when we the Braves game. And she was you... like, this is for Andrew and Anna. Like, okay. How do you make a blanket? I don't know. I'm draping it over myself. There you go. This is It works. It's warm. You now, you look like what I envisioned Anna's dress person looked like. <laughs> I just have like some fabric draped over my shoulders. Yep. Yeah, it was like blue and white. This is so nice. Thank you so much, Melissa Tuning. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, okay. Right. Wow, I'm overwhelmed. This was not on the registry, um, but I really appreciate it. You're also rubbing it in because every time I come in here, I'm like, you got to turn the air down. I'm so sweaty. And you yeah. just put a blanket on and you're fine. Yeah, I'm, I feel I'm better. dripping over here in a t-shirt. It's 71 now, which is cold for me. That is cold. Yeah. Um, and also, this box is so nice. It's I good, know. I do want to ask one thing, though. Uh-huh. Um, will you stop being more excited about the box than the gift? The, if, if the listeners could see this box, I'm really grateful for both things. Okay, there you go. Yeah. But the blanket is going to give me warmth. The box is probably just going to hold some stuff that Anna's going to make me eventually throw away anyway. Damn. I've gotten rid of a lot of my stuff this week. Really? I did stuff I didn't need, but I still just wanted to be able to have just in case. Like your OnClouds? I got my new ones. Good. I ordered the exact same shoes. For those of you that don't know, I threw away one of my favorite shoes by accident when we were opening gifts because it got um, wrapped up in all the wrapping paper and then I threw it away. We get it. You have a lot of gifts. Yeah, I guess so many gifts. But uh, no blankets. This is great. And Anna gets so cold, so she'll probably use this more than me. Mm. It's great. She's not a cold person, but she's very cold hearted all the time. Blooded, whatever. Yeah. I think her, her body is too warm. She's too warm of warm a person, blooded. Yeah, which yeah, makes yeah, yeah. her cold. Like a snake. Like a snake. She's very, she's very serpentine. She's very Cobra vibes. Yeah, she know. spits. Uh, whoa, this is, uh, we're eight minutes in. We, what are we doing? <laughs> I don't know. We, uh, we need to have an episode. And we decided, um, since you've been to so many concerts since in the last 48 hours, we should talk about concerts yeah. and our favorite things. But do we, should I read the ad first? Yeah, we're going to talk about some other stuff first. I just want to let you know where we're going. Usually we tee up like who our guest is. Yeah, our guest is no one. Our guest is no one. Our guest is our past experiences. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. Dang, dude. Let's just sit in this for a second. Yeah, hold on. Let's take a break. Okay. And we're back. Um, yeah, yeah, we're going to talk about our favorite shows we've been to, whether it's comedy or uh, music or... I haven't been to many other types, but that's kind of. I've it. been to the circus. Probably talk about that. No, let's not. But okay. yeah, that's coming up. So stick around. Uh, but first, we do need to thank our sponsor. Yeah, let me go ahead and do this. Uh, other than Mandy Jackson, um, right? And okay. reminder: this episode is about music. So just in case it adds about music, we you know you you know why it ties in. That's so why it makes we sense. did all that. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Over the years, my deep, passionate passion for music has intensified. I currently spend hours and hours in my closet softly playing my harp, singing the songs of my ancestors, homeschooled pastors. A fortnight ago, Anna filed a missing persons report after I had been MIA for 60 hours, only for the police to find me covered in blood and feces, lost in a euphoric trance, delicately playing my okin- ocarina. ocarina for some impassioned raccoons in my crawl space. I have decided to leave comedy behind and follow my dream of being a full-time, wildly unsuccessful musician. My band, Andrew and the Homeschooled Helmets, will be hitting the road early next week. You'll be able to hear our pop-up shows at venues all over the country, and by venues, I mean places people are not able to flee, such as 
mid-flight airplanes, and county jails. The best audiences are trapped audiences, of course. You could say captive audiences. Um, you wrote it. Dude. What kind of what kind of music do we play? You ask. Critics and audiences are having a hard time describing it because it is fully original. It's a fully original, singular sound. Also, because we haven't gotten them to listen to it yet. I've had to put it. If I had to put it into words, I'd say it's best described as lethargic elfin dumpster rock. Our debut album, "Will You Go and Gather Muscles," <laughs> featuring the single "Morag the Gooch Goblin" and. Uh-oh, mother, I have peed me kilt. Will be left on windshields across my neighborhood soon. Thank you for the support, and please come to a show soon. In his helmet-wearing homeschooled grip, Andrew and the homeschooled helmets. Yeah, that's just a little project I've been working on in my spare time between um, stand-up and wedding planning. Yep. It's really uh, soothing. Honestly, I think this blanket is going to help a lot because that crawl space gets pretty cold right. during certain parts of the year. So now I well, have... Now you won't be covered in feces. You got something to, to wipe with. Yeah, the blanket might be covered in feces, but then I'll be fine. Fine. My feces blanket. Thank you to Aaron's mom. So uh, in, in Googling our, our wonderful sponsor, um, I found out, will you go and gather muscles is actually a classic Gaelic anthem. <laughs> I, I, I knew that couldn't have just come from anywhere. <laughs> will, you, will you go and gather muscles? That made me laugh a lot in a coffee shop this morning. It so. sounds like something like a personal trainer would have on their website. Of like <laughs> My favorite song is Gathering Muscles. Right. It, it, is, it is spelled like the, uh, the sea creature. Yeah, the delicacy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Muscles are great, but you don't get a lot of energy from them. I would imagine if you were I don't in a know, survival you're a situation. I've been watching Alone a you lot. You have, shoot. Uh, and so I think of every piece of food in terms of how many calories and how much energy it could give me in a survival situation. It's pretty it's tough. Very cool. Pretty uh, unhelpful way to look at things. Wow. All right. Cool. Well, that's a uh, congratulations. Thank you so much. New venture. Yeah, I'm excited to see where it goes. Uh, yeah, so before, I, mean, I guess we'll talk about music here in a minute, but anything you want to mention? Or how have you been doing? Well, we've had two weeks worth of life experiences That's since true. we last so catch updated us up. the listeners. So um, I've been traveling a lot. I had to travel a lot early in the month because I'm not going to be working at all for two weeks. True. So um, let's see. First, I went to Savannah, Georgia, where I did two fun shows. That's a fun area. Yeah? Underrated. You do River Street? Nope, I did two churches, uh, one in Bluffton and one in Savannah, and they were both delightful. So that's all you really saw? That could have been anywhere? Yeah, I actually didn't really go to Savannah. All right. I stayed by the airport, but I stayed at a really nice hotel by the airport. Great. Um, and then I went to Sacramento, had a nice time there, started walking around downtown Sacramento, and then realized I probably shouldn't be doing that. Got it. I got offered a lot of drugs under bridges. I don't know why I was walking under the bridge. Mm. There's like old town Sacramento, which is supposed to be cool. Old Sacktown. Old Sacktown. I think that is what it's called. Right. And there's a comedy club there, and it was near the hotel. It's like half a mile, so I was like, I'll walk over there. And uh, you have to walk under this bridge, and not a good place to walk. So I went and went right back to my hotel. And then, instead of staying in, staying in Sacramento another day, I decided to fly up to Seattle and join you. Yeah. And we watched the Braves play in Seattle. We did. We lost. We did but lose. it was a great time. Did you have a good time? It was so fun. Yeah. Um, and we got recognized. That we, was cool. We did. Yeah. From uh, St. Andre stuff. We were having a romantic lunch by the bay, mm-hmm. and a guy walked up to our table and said, hey, love y'all's work that you do on St. Andre. And I said, thank you so much. It's mostly my thing, but Aaron does <laughs> tend to hog the camera. He's the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was very cool. That was the first one. First time that's happened. Yeah. You know, it's, it's so new. It was neat. I don't think it's a coincidence that it's because I was with you. Honestly, that's you're a second reference. You know what I mean? If it's like yeah, it's confirmation, it's like, is that the guy? Oh, and that's the other guy. It must be them. Yeah, like, well, they're not dating now. But if you're like, is that Jason Sudeikis? And you're like, oh, that's Olivia Wilde. That's for sure, Jason Sudeikis. You know what I mean? Yeah. So which one am I? Uh, you're you're Olivia. Uh, that feels fine. The the bone structure. Yeah, I have a recent failed venture. Mm-hmm. Um, what happened with that movie? Movie? There's a lot of drama. Like, uh, so here's the deal. All right. I don't fully know, but... Somebody spit on somebody? Well, Don't Worry Darling's the movie. Yes. It's... Uh, Chris Pine. Th- okay, so here's here's the storylines I understand. This is... We're not a <laughs> current events podcast, but we're doing it. This is going to be so bad. Olivia Wilde, you know, directed it. Directed it. Yeah. Um, apparently, she 
This is she so, was dating Harry, Harry Styles. But while she was married, Jason Sudeikis, that's what they say. Florence Pugh is good friends with Jason Sudeikis. Right. So weird drama there. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Shia LaBeouf was going to be Harry Styles' role. He got canceled ish. Uh, oh, I don't even know what he did. Yep. And then Olivia Wilde, this is so convoluted, but I'm not stopping, baby. We're no, going to talk for it. about it. Um, Olivia Styles came out with something that was like, yeah, we decided to part ways with Shia. And then Shia was like, that's not true. I walked away from it. Yeah. And he posted like a voicemail from Olivia Wilde where she is kind of making fun of Florence Pugh a little bit. Nice. So now Florence Pugh's mad too. Drama. And then Harry Styles sounded like a dummy in some interviews. Oh, they replaced Shia LaBeouf with Harry Styles. Yeah. Who's not Who's dating? Who's with? Olivia Wilde. Olivia Wilde. Yeah. So there's this in, you know, in cast fighting going meanwhile on. chris pine is just like why did i agree to do this i movie know with he's, all these a, he's great and he's so non-dramatic i know nothing about his personal life which is great good for him yeah you know i prefer that yeah but then there's those have you seen the interviews where you know he is he's just staring into space like what am i doing yeah because harry styles will say some he's just <laughs> had some dumb like, quotes it happens he, he was like uh the reason this movie is great is because like it's like a movie. It feels like a movie. It's like you go to the theater and it's a movie there while you're at the theater, and it's like and he just talked in circles. Yeah, it feels like a movie. It's it feels like real. It's it's a bit odd, isn't it? My girlfriend made it. Is <laughs> it's mental. And then there wasn't there something where they found out that like he was getting paid more than Florence Pugh, who was like the other lead or something. Probably. There's a lot of drama. Then there's a video where it kind of looked like. For a minute, that Harry Styles might have spit in the lap of Chris Pine. Right. And then... Almost kicked off Revolutionary War Part Two. Yeah. People on Twitter were so excited slash angry slash happy. Having a field day. And then Harry Styles that night at his concert, which is pretty funny. He comes out there and he's like, sorry, I'm late. I was too busy spitting on Chris Pine. Nice. And everyone just loved it. Everybody was like, he said the thing we were all hoping he yeah, would reference. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. So that's, that's your Hollywood gossip minute of the podcast. Yeah. That's our understanding of the situation. And the funniest part is apparently the movie's not very good. <laughs> yeah, and it got like bad reviews. But I, I mean, I want to see it now when I wouldn't have wanted to see it before. So maybe this is how we should make movies in the future. Oh, that's what sucks about culture now. It probably was halfway on purpose. One of them will be the president before this is over. <laughs> no. Yeah. There really is no such thing as bad publicity. I mean, that's basically, unless you're Cosby level. That's you really can't go as long as you don't commit a crime that you get in trouble for. Yeah, pretty much anything helps. As long as you start a conversation, people are talking about you. Yeah, you know, we just talked about it for quite a bit. We did. Are we even going to get to the music stuff? I don't know. I don't know. Well, I have more stuff to talk about. Yeah, keep going. I did. Uh, so Seattle was so fun. Got recognized. Went to Mariners game. Got to stay at the cool hotel. It was and very funny hanging out with Colin and wearing the McHugh jersey and people coming up being like, dude, that jersey's random. Yeah. Well, it was weird because we were sitting at Colin got us seats. He's our friend who plays for the Braves, uh, mostly Aaron's friend. Um, but another example of him being success adjacent. Um, and uh, so we're in his seats and I texted Aaron and I was like, should we wear jerseys? Or is that so lame when we're sitting in like one of the players' seats and you were like, let's do it. And yeah. then... You're wearing a Colin McHugh jersey, and then afterwards we're like, "Hey, Colin, we're at this. We're going to this bar. You want to come?" And it shocked me how fast he got once the game ended that he joined us in regular clothes. Yeah. But you were wearing his jersey, and he was wearing regular clothes, and it was just very silly and fun. Yeah, and people talking about the jersey, not knowing he's right there, it was very funny. Yeah, people would come and be like, "Who is that?" And Colin <laughs> is just in his jacket across the table. Yeah, the one dude that was like, "That's so random, dude." He's a good picture. I don't know. Totally random. Colin's just chilling. Funny. Yeah, very fun. Um, one of the stranger things that happened to me this past week is that I got asked to perform at this event for a marriage group, which happens sometimes, but it was like, I'm getting married one week, and they're having me talk to all the married couples. Funny. That was fun. What did you say about that when you got on stage? You had to address it. Um, the organization was called Intentional Marriages. And uh, I mean, I just made a bunch of dumb jokes. I was just like, uh, yeah, it's fun to be here because I'm getting married in one week. It's going to be an intentional one uh, rather than... Like, Is anybody here who had a random intentional marriage? marriage? <laughs> like, um, that was a good one. Got to go to Gainesville, Florida for a couple of nights. That place is humid. Oh, okay. It is sticky. You would hate it there. That place sucks. You would hate it so much. Um, it was lovely. The campus was cool. I went and walked around. I just love when someone has an unreasonable hatred for something. Like that place sucks. Just yeah, if like, someone's there, it feels very. Like, targeted. How much time have you spent there? I passed through. It's the worst. It's just like yeah, but the get one gas station I went to was out of uh, 
Sprite. Pe- so, <laughs> yeah. Did, were you gonna say petrol? No, I was about to say petrol. Yeah. <laughs> it's a British guy. He's like, they didn't have any petrol. Uh, I'm still in my Harry Styles mode. Yeah, that's, it's tough to get out of the accent once you've started. Um, and then I performed for a corporate event for my brother's company. That was fun. Market Wake. Yeah, there it is. We're shouting out everybody. I almost said Media Wave. <laughs> it's the, it sounds very fam- similar. Yep. Um, they have the cool. They have the youngest. Everybody there's like thirty or younger, and they do these retreats. Like their boss takes them. There's like forty of them. They go to like Jamaica sometimes, just as a company. And then this one, they just rented this giant house on Lake Lanier. That's like an estate. It's like a retreat center, and it was wild. And I took a couple other comedians to open for me. And uh, one of our friends was way too dirty. Oh, no. For that group. But I think we salvaged it. Yeah. And it was fun. But I got to make fun of my brother in front of all his coworkers. So that was uh, a lot who, of fun. Who was our friend that was dirty? Uh, I love her to death. Sweet baby Kita. Yeah. <laughs> when uh, she went in, I was like, uh, I was like, Kita, this is like a corporate event. So I was like, gonna feel awkward. Don't do, like, There's an I, HR department. Like I love your act, but like just like don't do anything like too crazy. And then um, I can't even tell you what she said, but <laughs> it was really fun to watch them watch her. And she's so funny. She's but unbelievable. She just did not hold back, and uh, everything was fine. But it was she didn't care. Like good for her. Right? No, she, she was like, great. Uh, Carter and I left to go back to town, and she stayed and hung out with them for who knows how long. Oh, amazing. She was like, "I'm staying." I'm like, "I love it. Stay and hang out." Great. Um. And yeah, that's mostly what I've been doing. Trying to make money before the wedding. Smart. Smart, smart, smart. Lots of shows. Lots of fun. Good. What about you? Man, you know, Golf World has taken over my life, which has been very fun. I haven't played in a long time. Now it's work. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, you go to a golf course and like 75% of the time you're not playing. No, it's it's uh, blue golf balls, if you will. I'm going to take this blanket off. Okay. I just realized I still have it draped over me. <laughs> Blue golf balls. Uh, so yeah, this, this is was, that going to be a sketch? Maybe that'd be that's pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah, pretty good. My uh, my weekend was very full. Um, this was going to be Music Midtown weekend. Oh, that was this weekend. It's supposed to be this weekend. It got canceled. It got canceled because of Georgia's gun laws. Yeah, Georgia said it would be illegal. They're they're not allowed to, to say no guns and because it's public land. And they passed a specific thing several years ago, and all the bands were like, "If everyone's getting hammered, I don't want them with assault rifles." Yeah, and then it became a thing, like publicized, like uh, they can't, they you are allowed to bring guns. Like it got made very public because of the controversy that like you can bring guns, so you know more people are going to bring guns, right? Because it's a thing. Yeah, so I don't really blame the artists. Be like, hey, I don't. But there's been some issues at festivals in the last few years. Maybe we don't do this. Yeah, so that was going to be this week. So there were some concerts instead. There were some concerts instead, yeah. I went to see The Killers on Friday night. I went to see, this weekend, I saw probably my two favorite bands that I've never seen live. And I knocked them out in two days, which is amazing. Okay. So I saw The Killers. Fantastic. Yep. Crowd kind of sucked. Really? It's just old, boring white people. I guess that, Yeah. And so it was just kind of tame, and the Killers are crushing. Brandon Flowers is electric, and everyone's just kind of like, Ugh, you know? Yeah. It's not, you've seen the videos of like Glastonbury and these giant festivals where everyone's so into it. Yeah. And it's just fully electric, and it wasn't that. But, is it because their fans are like 40 now? I think so. Yeah, that's kind of so weird. You never think that your bands are going to become that tour where it's like everybody got a babysitter to be here. Mm-hmm. And everyone's wearing polos. You know, yeah, it's like it's not the Eagles, like, yeah. but eventually everybody becomes the Eagles. That's what's crazy. And then everybody says it's their everybody last. becomes the Eagles. Dang, dude, dude. Oh, we're gonna hate each other soon. Everyone checks into Hotel California one of these days, dude. <laughs> that's one of my that's one of my favorite John Mulaney bits. I don't even remember what the exact reference is, but there's one point where he's talking about people fighting, and he goes, well, "Who are you guys? The Eagles?" It's great. That's very good. They hate each other. Uh, my friend Rob Fee tweeted one time, Hotel California is pretty much just a uh, seven-minute negative Yelp review with a guitar solo. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Also, I remember they were doing like their final tour when I was in like middle school, and my parents were excited to go to it, and they're still out there doing stuff. I would feel pretty upset if I bought a ticket, and they said, this is our la- your last chance to see us, and then like 10 years later, they're back for like the fourth time feels like you should get your money back i know that's a I lie agree. that's just lying yep it's just old liars yeah like no El- wonder they hate each other freaking they don't elton even... john's been doing his farewell to the yellow brick road tour for 12 years 
Yeah. So here's the. I think here's the the um, loophole here. Mm-hmm. If you keep the same set, it's the same show. You can just go in loops. Yeah. Like it's the same tour. Yeah. We might and, come back to the same city twelve times, but hey, it's the same show, dude. Yeah. It's our farewell tour, and it just lasts for eight years, and we go to every city four times. Yeah, that's the way to do it. They don't need to innovate when they're eighty. That's the type of of lying. They need to medicate. Yeah. They're just like, I can't believe we're still alive tour. <laughs> Can you believe we're still alive tour? That's great. That'd be good. Or it's, yeah, we did not expect to be able to still be touring tour. So we're still doing the same tour tour. <laughs> My parents went and saw, I think, the Beach Boys a few weeks ago. Yeah. And they're like, it was so sad. Like the lead singer, like they had to like literally help him on and off the stage. Mm. And it's just like, just stop. Unless you're in such tremendous gambling debt that you just have to do yeah, this. Yeah, it's the Beach Boys. Put them on a little float, you don't send them to... out, shoot them with the flaming arrow, and say bye-bye. Yeah, flaming arrows, it's a blaze of glory. Wouldn't it be nice to finally die? To finally be set free from this torture. I felt bad for that immediately. Yeah. Okay, so one of the we killers. Hope you guys, we hope you guys live forever. Uh, also, the killers. Uh, the killers, I'm really sad that it was not a fun atmosphere. It, it was fun. Uh, but it, it's also weird when you sit behind. We're in, a, in an arena, and we're in the first section. But it's like, you know, a little bit up, and there's the pit. There's so many people, but then the back is empty. Yeah, you know, which it, it was sold out, but it's just still they don't sell enough. And so you're just looking at this big empty space on the floor, and then the crowd and the stage. There's kind of weird vibe, but yeah, it's not what you want, but it's still very enjoyable. Yep. Oh, here's another thing I need to bring up to you too. Okay. Um, uh, our friend Chris Colley, yeah, who is playing your wedding, yes, um, sent me a song today, and he's like, "I'm gonna get you on stage to make you sing this." He uh, he asked me, "Is there anybody you want to sing songs?" And I was like, "Honestly, I named a few people, and you were the first one." It's like, is that weird? No, I was like, dude, "This is kind of weird." People right? will love it. All right, like, you're gonna tell me what it is, or is that a surprise? It's a surprise. Because I talked to him, I left on their like band portal thing. It asked for like song requests and it had their list and like which ones do you definitely want, which ones do you definitely not want. And then I put um, in the comments, I was like, I know these aren't on the list, but if you guys could play any one or any of these, I know our crowd would love it. What are they? And I put, um, I put sugar, we're going down. I put uh, I'm my own worst enemy. I put uh, Mr. Brightside. Wow. And then like one or two other just kind of like 90s songs like that. And cool. he, he called me and was like, Andrew, we as a band have a nine minute 90s medley that contains all of the songs you just wished for. Like cool. we already have that. And I was like, put that in there. It's going to be great. Sweet. I uh, just mostly wanted him to have to sing I'm My Own Worst Enemy in front of my family. Great. Because he also sings at church sometimes. The uh, Yeah, I was drunk. I didn't mean to call you that. Yeah. Car is in the front yard. Yeah, it's all just being yeah. wasted. It's all about just being wasted. Got it. Yeah. Well, in Mr. Brightside, it's about taking off a dress. It was only a kiss. Yeah. I still don't know what that song's about. Does I anyone? don't really either. Yeah. I'd rather not look. It's kind of like, just better not to know. I just can't look. <laughs> it's literally yeah. a lyric. Yeah. Yeah. That's about people trying to figure out the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, well, that was a euphoric moment. Um, they had a weird abstract intro to that song. Mm-hmm. You could kind of start to feel the synth and whatnot, and then it all goes black and just a spotlight on the guitar. Yeah. Doing that riff, it was awesome. Was that towards the end? It was the end. Yeah. Last one. Has to be. Has to be. Yeah. He did a... Did they do the... Are we humans? They did. We? That song... That song's weird, too. That song rocks. Lot, it really does. does it? I have I no idea. I haven't listened to it forever. I, yeah, no idea what it's about, but it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, the answer is that we're dancers, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Non-human cyborg dancers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Love it. So... Did that Friday. Love that. Um, United game. Atlanta United. Great. Saturday. Did we win? Sunday. Well, it was nil-nil. Boring. <laughs> Gross. Sunday did... Not a great ad for soccer. No. A a double feature I concert. Know. This, I'm excited to hear about this. Uh, all year, my mom, you know, she is the most selfless person. She just made you a quilt for no reason. I know. I, have, I have don't even know her? if I've ever met her in person before. Well, there you go. We message on Instagram sometimes. That's wild. Yeah. Weird. I think one time she sent me something and she goes, oh my God, I'm sorry, that was for Aaron. And I was Funny. just like, I love that you look at us that closely. Yep. Uh, so yes, yeah, she never asked for anything and she was like, Mercy Me, classic, mm-hmm. yep. legendary Christian band, right? Yep, I've got a lot of Mercy Me CDs somewhere. 
They are playing a post-game Braves concert. My mom has gotten super into the Braves the last couple of years. So she's always been like the Braves, but yeah. like, watches every game, texts me about it. It's great. That is so fun. And so that and Mercy Me, it was her dream. Yeah. So we went to that, which, you know, rocked my face off. Yeah, dude. I can only imagine. We didn't get to hear that one. I'm sure they played it at the they end. They didn't. Pl- well, oh, we, left, we left a little early to yeah, be Yeah, well, that, that is their Mr. Brightside. That is. Apparently live, they speed it up a lot now. Yeah. Well, if you're going to close with it, you can't just like it's gotta be, a banger. be all emotional. Yeah. It's it's a it's weird for your big banger. I mean, Mr. Brightside, it's a perfect closer. Yeah. It is the most energy. It's confusing. I can only imagine is a funeral song. Yeah, it's like so heavy. It's straight up a funeral song. People play it in funerals all the time. Yeah. That's how that song still lives, is by people dying. I'd imagine that when they played that at the end, they put up a big headshot of the queen on the Jumbotron. I'm sure. And did it in honor of her. Speaking of. Yeah. The flag of the Braves game had half mass for the Queen. For the Queen. It's like, why? <laughs> we want a war for this. It's so, yeah, we want a war. It is so strange. I'll never, we need to get somebody on that can tell us why we should care about the royal family because yeah. I can't figure out why we should. Yeah, there's a lot of slave labor and incest and. It seems like all bad stuff. Not and, great. And also, they don't even have any power other than money, right? They don't like make decisions. Uh, no. They, yeah. They have parliament. It's like a figurehead. It's like a mascot. And Ireland hates them. Do you know why? I don't know why, but I saw a lot of <laughs> Irish people celebrating when she died. Soccer fans were chanting Lizzie's in a box. Yeah. Brutal. I mean, there's something beautiful and terrible about that. Yeah. But she's old and has corgis, so sad. Yeah. Well, she lived a full life, so she no did. reason to be sad. So Mercy Me slapped. You know, my mom crowd surfed. It was a great time. Yep. Um, and then I we left, and I beelined home to change real quick uh pick up my friend and we went to my chemical romance you let your mom uber home yep nice yeah she i was actually i offered to take her to my chemical romance she said no <laughs> coward so that that was the double feature it was one of the most i don't know whiplashy violent double features i can imagine it was like mercy me open for my chemical romance. pretty much that's pretty pretty much pretty cool it was funny uh i forgot about my chemical romance's song mama which I love that song. It's, How does it it's, go? Uh, Mama, we all go to hell. Oh, I saw you post that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's literally the first verse. So going to a Christian concert with my mother, uh-huh. straight to a concert, scream singing, Mama, we all go to hell. Yeah, That was my Sunday. Yeah, I mean, that's about as well-rounded of a day as you can have. I feel like I did it all. I got home at 12.30 a.m. Yeah. We left at 10 a.m. Like it, was, it was a long Did day. you have like weird dreams that night? I don't think so. I feel like if you see a Braves game, a Mercy Me concert, and a My Chemical Romance show, you're going to have some pretty confusing like prophecy-style dreams. Yeah, my brain night. is fully stimulated, very confused. I can only imagine that, Mama, we all go to hell. Yeah. That type of stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I'll be on the lookout now, though. But you know me. I watch horrific things and go straight to bed. I That's true. If anyone could handle it, it's you, Yeah, which yeah, is yeah, not yeah. probably good. But um, what was the... What were the highlights of the My Chemical Romance show? You know, there's the bangers. Um, I'm Not Okay. I love that song. Mm-hmm. That's a, maybe a top 10 song of all time for me. Welcome to the Black Parade. You know, hits that piano note and everyone goes nuts. Yep. Uh, he's, just a, he's just a weirdo on stage, which makes everything fun. That's what you want out of a show like that. How old are they? <clears throat> Probably 40. Yeah. Not old, old. That's not too old. Sorry, so sorry live, to all our older. They're gonna listeners. live like forty more years at least. But you know, like rockers, especially hard rock like that, it's a little awkward. If they gotta have some serious vocal exercises and drink a lot of tea, or do a lot of drugs. Yeah, well, I, don't, I, I think they're probably sober. Some drugs go into tea. I've I've been told. You've been told? Yeah, truly, only been told. He's forty-five. With Gerard Way, the singer. Cool, crazy. All right, well, now we know. That's very fun. So yeah, it a uh, big big concert weekend for me. So it made me think, what are your favorite concerts? What are the best experiences you've had at a live show? Yeah, I've not been to many concerts at all. I've never really been a concert person. Well, that was but the I, episode. But folks. I can tell you some of the ones I have been to. My, I think I said this on another episode. My first three concerts I ever went to were all Toby Mac. Sick. All three of the first was the, ones. The Momentum album. It was Diverse City. I think well, one of them might have been. Mo- they certainly played some of the Momentum album. So it was after that. It was probably right after that. Okay. Uh, but Diverse City was the one, and I remember um, 
some kids on my baseball team that didn't go to church with us went with us to the concert and they were like, this is good. And I was like, so like, yes, got them. We got them. We tricked them into liking Christian. Yeah. Music. See them in heaven now. Yeah. And then their parents were so happy. They're like, they're listening to Toby Mac in the car. I'm just like, yeah, that's great. I look at you. Yeah. So I don't know how they're doing. Missionary now, friending. Yeah. That's what that whole, it was an outreach uh, yeah, concert. That's great. But it was also like, it was one of them. I remember was like, Toby Mac was the headliner, but they had some big openers like newsboys opened Hawk Nelson. I remember them. Do you know Hawk? Yeah, like a skater rock. Like, Let's pack up and move to California. Very, yeah. very fun stuff. Um, Are these all going to be Christian just so I can mentally prepare? Um, no, I've been to some secular ones too. Not as much. Um, what Does Need to Breathe count? Nope. <laughs> That's Christian. The coolest show I ever went to was Need to Breathe at the Ryman in Nashville. It was very cool. That's fun. And um, somebody, and Ben Rector opened for him. Got it. I've seen Ben Rector a number of times. Cool. Ben Rector played at our fraternity house. I think I told that story in uh, the Dave Barnes episode. We made him hold our pet goat, and he got out of there pretty quick after that. <laughs> um, and those are the main ones I can think of, music-wise. So okay, great. I need some help. Yep. I uh, for some I don't know how I did not think that this would be the reality of this episode yeah. when I teed it up for you, but it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So I feel bad because now I have a lot of them. No, well, I will say my friends are in a band called The Brook and the Bluff. Yeah. Which is very popular, killing it right now. They're about to be on tour with um, um, Mount Joy. Cool. So I'm going to go see them soon. And the I've seen Eastern them a few times. in Atlanta? Right? Yeah. Nice. I've seen them a few times and they are fantastic. So Sweet. Their stuff's great. That's a real concert. Yeah. And we're going to see Amberlin. We are. Uh, that's, that's Christian adjacent, too. Yeah, I know. It's like Christian punk in yeah. high school i'm i'm working on it that's good uh my favorite uh the most impressive show i've ever seen it probably has to do with you know 16 17 too but also i think it's still it's probably the most impressive future sex love show okay i don't know anything. justin timberlake okay oh is that yeah, album. Yeah, yeah yeah i've heard that that's i have friends that went and saw that it was you know sexy back that album he brought out um usher and ti it was the most impressive show I've ever seen. That's cool. Yeah. Did T.I. tell any jokes? No, he did not. Then it must have been a great show. <laughs> yeah. That was before his comedian years. Yeah. that's. I up. performed with T.I. It's not a big deal. He was, And he's the worst. Me and Justin Timberlake have a lot in common. We both perform with T.I. Same vibe. Same yeah. vibe, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, then after that, I think um, there's a moment that I think about a lot. And it was Muse. Yeah, oh, Muse. I love Muse. Yeah, Muse is fantastic. They were kind of my gateway drug into harder music. Here's here's what I want. I want to make a guess. Okay, For growing up the way we grew up. Yep. you got Mute Math, right? 100%. Started to listen to Mute Math. Mute Math somehow led me to Muse. I don't know how how to explain it, but I got on Muse because of Mute Math because of Toby Mac. Interesting. So that's the pipeline, right <laughs> yeah. there. I remember. I remember where I was when I heard Muse's Hysteria. Yeah. Uh, I, I was in my sister's room. It was on the radio. I was probably in middle school. And I was like, what is this? I've never heard anything like it. And I bought that album, and it's still one of my favorite albums of all time. I love it. Uh, but saw them a few years ago. I've seen them a couple times. But this time, he is a freak musician. They are yeah. all they met in like classical music school. They're all Isn't just wildly talented. Not many of them? There's three. Three. Yeah. I mean, I'm, they have a couple people supporting them, yeah. but it's, it's the three members. Those are replaceable people. Yep. And so... Uh, he, Matt Bellamy, the singer, it starts to this like abstract operatic intro. Like it feels like a track and you're like, what's going on? He comes up to the middle of, um, middle of the stage, like in the middle of the room. And you realize it's him singing, which is wild. You thought it was just a track. Whoa. He can sing like that. And he's wearing like a mirror suit. Everything is a mirror. Okay. It just, you know, their deal is like weird and sci-fi and futuristic. And then it crescendos, and lasers hit him from all over. What? And just, just like lasers. A, he's explode. like a disco ball. Yeah, but laser. So it just explodes all over, and it's. I I think I got the most rigid chills of my life. Yeah. It was it was the Andes Mountains on my arms. It was like even more than like Panama City camp. Huh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It was the spirit was not in that room, but I was still getting <laughs> it was, them. It was something you know what coming I mean? from somewhere else. That was one of the coolest. It, it moments. was just like a. Yeah, that's cool. That's so cool. Especially when it's a show where you're like, I know it's going to be good, and I know there's going to be cool stuff that happens, but it's still going to be surprising. 
Yeah. Like, yeah. It, yeah, you know he's going to impress you so hard and also, like, try to impress you. But starting the show like that, this yeah. is insane. It was a perfect, like, uh, technical side for the show. Yeah. And then insane musical talent moment. It was great. It's stuff like that that reminds me how much more goes into a music concert than a stand-up comedy show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because it's such a production. Like, the music is an important part in what gets people there. But then there are musicians that are famous for how good of a show they put on, which is just complimenting the music in a way that's like, we have to see them live. Because yeah. it is like like Taylor Swift or Coldplay. Coldplay is known for that. It's like U- Coldplay, U2. obviously fantastic, but I don't really have a desire to... I wouldn't want to see the music live that much, but that show I want to see. Yeah. Everyone has glow sticks and they're... I don't know, f- flames and uh, yeah, like science, glitter. They have scientists there to make sure things go smoothly. Like, the scientist. Yeah, that's the why that song's called. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just one guy. Um, I guess I have a couple others I want to run through. Cool. Okay. Andrew WK. I don't know. Do you know him? Party Hard. Do you know that song? That sounds like the opposite of a song I would like. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, his whole thing is party. Every, most songs have the word party in it. He's very ridiculous. Yeah. But he's incredibly smart, too. He always wears just white, white t-shirts, well, white a pretty jeans. marketable theme for music. People like to party. Yeah. You know? Uh, his iconic Party Hard CD was him wearing his white shirt, and he has long hair, and then just bloody mouth. Okay. It's very good. It's not that scary. It's not... Yeah, it's one of those it's unscary like, bloody mouths. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, and <laughs> me and our friend TR saw him um, several years ago. And this is where I, I thought about committing to the bit. I'm not going to do it because you have relatives upstairs and I can't do it. It would make me so happy for my future mother-in-law to hear whatever you were about to I'm do. I'm not. Uh, for the encore, <laughs> he comes out. Um, you know, everyone's going nuts. And he counts down for him to start playing again from 100. <laughs> it was so funny and then not funny and then so funny again. Yeah. How is he saying it, doing it fast or just slow? This normal, just like a ten, like going, a, if he was doing ten. And he, his, he has a super deep, gravelly voice, so he's like 100, 99, 98. It's so good. everyone's screaming with him, and yeah, from like 70 to 30, you're like, is he really uh, doing really, all of it? And then it starts to get exciting again. Exactly, right? like, something's gonna happen. <laughs> it was it was the best thing I've ever seen. That is, uh, imagine him trying that for the first time and having a feeling how the crowd will respond, but not knowing. Yeah. And then the reward when he realizes, oh, we just did something that is going to work in every city we go to. That is cool. And that's not on an album. That's not part of his music. That's part of him putting on a show. Yeah. It's perfect for his brand. Sure. Of him just being an insane, fun, ridiculous person. Yeah. He plays a pizza guitar. It's a, it's a slice <laughs> of pizza. It's great. If you can see Andrew WK live ever, go do it. Okay. And that band is so talented. I'll it's consider great. it. Yeah. Um, yeah, then a couple others just to mention. Theo Katzman from Wolfpack. I, you could have just said anything and it would have meant as much as that means. Wolfpack, I think, is one of the most talented bands out right now. Theo Katzman is one of their singers. It's funky. It's folky. They blow my mind. Okay. And then Manchester Orchestra. Okay. Atlanta Boys. Yep. Uh, I've probably seen them 12 times. We went to high school cool. together, so I saw them a bunch, early 20s. Yeah. They put on the best show, and I think there's one of the best rock acts doing it. Love that. Yeah. Um, it did make me think, my favorite, in college, we would go out, and there would always be bands playing at the the big bar in Auburn called Sky Bar. Old well, Sky We've Bar. Sky Bar. Yep. Stickiest floors in Alabama. It's disgusting. It's, you, I don't, yeah, I don't recommend falling down if you're there. Um. Our favorite band they would bring in like once a month was called Blackberry Breeze, and they just did 90s covers. Yep. And it was, they're probably my favorite band, even though they've never, they live in like small town Alabama, and they're the best. So I just wanted to shout them out. Yep. Are they still a thing? They play, yeah. I check. Cool. Check the star, the, uh. They're still playing the same bar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're in the same place. Um, That's their... Ryman, right? That's their yeah. It's that's a where they room. want to be. Yeah, Skybar's got that big old room, and uh, and they own it. It's a blast. It's all the those same songs that are gonna be in the '90s medley. It it's a lot of killers and yeah, yeah. Like well, is it still? Because the kids say the same age, college kids, but they don't know. I'm that telling stuff. you, Blackberry Breeze is not changing their ways. Okay, <laughs> there's no way <laughs> they'll play some like Justin Timberlake and stuff and. Stuff that's timeless. They might might still play Fallout Boy, but now instead of sugar, it's going down. It's like 
light them up. up. Yeah, like, what, you know they, what I mean? they probably do that. Yeah, they probably definitely updated some. have evolved some, but they're still doing Mr. Brightside and uh, a lot of Blink-182. Yeah, the bangers. That makes yeah. sense. Yep, they're great. Follow them on Bands in Town or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this, I mean, normally when I come up with a topic, I'll I'll, uh, I'll make sure you can talk about it. I can talk about it. I have a whole. <laughs> I'm different than you, but I have a lot of stuff to say. You know, I. Um, Toby Max sales are gonna go through the roof after this. Yeah, Toby, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> what else was I gonna say? I feel like I had other stuff written down. Maybe not. Did you have you ever been to any other concerts? <laughs> <laughs> you know those those are the the big ones. I yeah. feel like. What? Who would you want to see? Oh. Um, Who's on your list? I feel like I feel like I would love to see Lady Gaga. I feel like her show's probably insane. Yep, I've seen I her. Feel like that'd be awesome. Um, I would love to see. That's a big departure. How would how would fourteen year old Andrew feel about that? I'm at the point now where if I'm going to go to a concert, I either want it to be a band that I love or a show that I just think is going to be wild experience. That makes sense. Um, but the problem is I work at night so much that it's tough for me to plan way ahead and like buy tickets to a show that's going to sell out because I'm probably going to end up working that night. And they're usually always on weekends too. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I think feel like Bruno Mars would probably be an amazing show. I mean, these are not bands that I listen to all the time, but I know their hits and probably be a blast. Yeah. Um, Silk Sonic, you know, the Bruno Mars Anderson pack duo. Nope. What? <laughs> what song do they do? Leave the door open. was the massive one this past year. Okay. All right. Uh, I probably heard they're it on doing the radio. like like '70s sexy throwback music. Okay. Um, they they have a residency in Vegas right now, and nice. a couple of friends just went out there and said it was the greatest show, which makes so much sense. They were like yeah. short Cat Williams wigs. Yeah, see, that's awesome. It's great. I would love to see them. Um, what's the best movie you've ever experienced seeing in the theater? Ooh. Ooh. It's weird because usually I get mad if people are talking. Like yeah, the yeah. ones that stick out are the terrible experiences. Yeah, that. yeah. Uh, there is one though that I think about all the time, and it's Paranormal Activity. Oh, you saw that in theaters? And I was what nineteen in college. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was packed. It was a Universal. It was like an early release thing. Yeah. That because we were going to film school, they let they gave like thirty tickets, and our teachers. It, it was the first one. The first one. Yeah, you didn't even really know. No, and so you saw all those. It was those viral trailers of just the audience watching. It would it. just show the reaction. The most horrifying. Was that you and those? Is that those? It was. It, they weren't filming us, but it's that kind of thing. Yeah, it was like pre-release screening. Yeah, whatever. For marketing, we're going to show it to some people. It was the scariest movie I'd ever seen. Have you seen it? Yeah, scariest movie I've ever seen. It's, it's still, very scary. Still pro- other than Hereditary, probably the scariest. <laughs> yeah. So we're there, <laughs> and we're lower. Like middle of the lower section, you yeah. Know? Sitting next to my friend Andy, who does not do scary movies, yeah. but it was like free, so he's doing it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the end. I'm I'm ruining some of it, but spoiler alert: the good people get possessed. Ever like every movie, yeah. Um, she, you know, they have the bed, the bedroom cam, yeah. night vision setup. She stands up. She's possessed at this point. She walks down the stairs slowly. Yeah, it's excruciatingly long and silent you know what i mean yeah there's no music no i mean it's all just like so real yeah it's like blair witch it's like mini uh, noise machine type bedroom noise yeah Yeah. and so the husband who's trying to be a great husband and you know he thinks she's just sick or whatever is in bed she starts screaming from downstairs yeah like bloody murder so he gets up runs down there be like what's going on what's going on and then you hear awful noises yeah that sound like a bear is down there yep it goes silent for like 20 seconds and everyone in the theater is just dead silent yeah on edge um andy at this point is gripping my like knee <laughs> so hard like about to like pop blood vessels um and uh, but and our other friend on the side too he was just like fully gripping just us. saying the lord's prayer and his yep head. so you start to hear um the sound of footsteps coming up the stairs yeah dang, 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 you know and then it stops for 15 20 seconds you know this part yeah i do and she Think like about it she ends night. up throwing the body at the camera and it falls over. But when that stops, a- Andy could not take it. Yeah, like he reached a threshold and he goes, "F that, f that in the face," <laughs> and just said that full volume out loud, <laughs> and everyone died laughing. You need that in the theater. Like I, I would be so relieved if someone said that. I know. It's it just so like, oh yeah, tense. we're all back here together. Okay, yeah. Like you could just hear. 
Like everyone couldn't breathe. Oh, it was very man. funny. And you know me, normally I'd be like, and my first thought was like, shut up, you know? Yeah, I was like, I don't want to miss Stop. the next horror. No, not that. I'm talking about, I was embarrassed. Oh, like, oh yeah, yeah. It's like, you're going to ruin it. But yeah. then everyone died laughing and I was like, oh, that was funny. Yeah. The problem is that three people heard it and said, I'm going to do that next time. And then they did it in a obnoxious way. That's true. Yeah. But uh, that is the one that sticks out. <laughs> yeah. I Seeing that in theaters would have been, I feel like, less scary than watching it like in a cabin with your friends one night, which is what we did. We did that with Blair Witch too. My buddy Johnny, they had a like a they lived on a bunch of land and then they had like a barn that they renovated into like a cool just like T V hangout ping pong place. So it's where we would always hang out. Yeah. And we watched Blair Witch Project, like six of us. And I think we were all like spread out at the beginning of the movie. We're like in the woods in a cabin watching this movie. How it's, old are you? Uh probably like eighth or ninth grade. Got it. And um we were all spread out around this cabin watching the movie, and by the end of it, we were all sitting on the same couch, just like so scared. Yeah, like, look, I'm not trying to cuddle, but I do need a little yeah. bit of safety here. And also, should we all not spend the night here? Should we all? I think we all just went home. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like I thought you guys were spending the night. Johnny's just like, ah, oh, we decided not to. We just decided to go to the city. I decided don't know. to go to a neighborhood. Um, the one that the theater experience I remember the most is Hot Rod, mm-hmm. with like three of my best friends in high school. And I think it was like us and then maybe like three or four other people. And we laughed out loud nonstop like I've never laughed at a movie. And it was so, it hit, it was that the age I was and the type of humor that that movie was was like perfectly aligned. Yep. And we like felt like we worked out. 100%. And same experience. We could not, really? Oh, yeah. We couldn't stop. There is there's the scene of him falling down a mountain for about five minutes <laughs> yeah. where I, I seriously was about to call nine one one for myself. I couldn't breathe. It was inspiring and so dumb and so cheap and just you could tell that they the actors loved it. Like it was so like just like pure funny comedy and like a type of comedy I'd never seen. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I remember just like walking out of North Point Mall or wherever we were and we were just like into the sun. It was like a matinee. Right. And we were just like, that's the best thing we've ever seen. And it probably cost $20 to make. You know when there's like a, a sketch or just the title makes sense? It's usually like a pun or something. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, I get the sketch and that is funny to me. Yeah. I know when talking about Hot Rod, they were just, the Lonely Island guys were just talking and it, just that one line killed them of like uh, amateur stuntman wanting to raise money so his stepdad will get better so he can fight him. So he can fight <laughs> so him. So he can beat him up. Yeah. Not, yeah. That is so funny. Yeah. I mean, just that premise <laughs> would get you excited to start writing the script. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. It, where did that... Yeah. Where did... Yeah. It's wild. But I did have a weird movie theater experience this week when I was in Savannah because I was there for two nights and my hotel was right attached to a movie theater. And I was like back at the hotel by like nine o'clock. Um, and so I just looked at showtimes and I saw that Beast was playing at 9.45. And I was like, that's great. I'll just go to the movie by myself. I'm not going to go to bed. I don't want to just hang out in my room. What did you know about Beast? Did you look it up? I had seen that when Anna and I were looking for movies to go to like a few weeks earlier, we had uh, looked at that one and said, that, was, that looks good, but let's go see something else. And so I was like, oh, I'll just go see this one. And I, um, it's a big movie theater with like big big rooms big theaters i don't know um and it was in the room with like the crazy sound like the enhanced the dolby dolby whatever yeah it's like um and so i went over there and i had seen online when i bought tickets i was like not a lot of people are gonna be there and there was like six or seven other seats sold so i was like great and it's like reclining seats and i go in there and it's probably one of those ones that seats like 400 people it's like giant mm-hmm. and i go and i'm the first one there and i go and sit in my assigned seat <laughs> And uh, the, the the trailers start, and no one else has come into the theater. I'm in this strange part of town I've never been in. I didn't even see, even when I walked into the lobby, there was only one guy working there sweeping. He had to like stop sweeping to give me popcorn, <laughs> and did not wash his hands. And uh, he was the only person I saw the whole time because no one else joined me in the movie, and I did not see anyone else in any of the other movies. And it Beast itself was not that scary of a movie. It's about lion attack on Idris Elba with his kids in Africa. It's very not a great movie. Um, but the scariest part were the trailers because R rated, so all the trailers are like demon possession stuff. And I'm just like in this theater by myself in Savannah, which is already like a haunted city. It's a creepy town. And I'm just sitting in this giant room with so much space behind me, <laughs> and so much space on every side of me. 
and I don't even remember what the movie trailer was. I literally was like closing my eyes like a kid, but just in this theater by myself. And then I sat through the whole movie. And then when it was over, I walked out and didn't see another person and just walked back across the empty parking lot to my hotel and was like, that was the weirdest experience Ugh, of my life. At like midnight? Creepy. Yeah. Oh. It was so creepy. Walking back to the hotel and the there's only one car in the parking lot. It's the guy that works there, I guess. And uh, I hope so. Or someone yeah. watching you. Yeah, I did not go near the car. I was like, I'm not no, about to get grabbed. No, no, no. Um, but I was also kind of scared a lion might attack me in the parking lot. <laughs> it's a weird fear to have. The lion kills a lot of people in the movie. Spoiler. There's a. Have you heard of Mother, the Jennifer Lawrence movie? Yeah, I've heard of it. It. Uh, oof. That I I watched about seven people walk out at the same scene. This is so scary. No. Upsetting. So, it was upsetting. Yes. It. Uh. So the whole bit of that movie, it's so heavy-handed. But I don't know. Some people, a lot of people, didn't understand. I'm not trying to be like a. It's very heavy-handed if you know the general Bible story. The what's, deal. The, what's the Bible story about? It's about cutting the kid in half? Ish. Um, but Mother, she's Mother Earth. That's the whole metaphor. Oh, I remember the trailer. Her first. husband's God. Um, then it's all like the creation story. Um, like Adam and Eve come to the house, then Cain and Abel and their brothers fighting. Um, but then when she has the baby, like I realized it half, like, halfway through and I'm like, okay, the baby's Jesus, which means he gonna get God. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So that scene happens. All these people want to see the baby, you know? Yeah. And like, she finally has the baby. This is terrible. But this is what happens in the movie. Uh-huh. I'm spoiling it, but honestly, don't... Whatever. Is it I'm a good movie? It. You would not recommend it. I would not recommend it. So then like, I, it. It, wasn't, it was so heavy-handed, right? You just knew... Because then she's Mother Earth, so they're just going to destroy Earth until the end of the movie. Where You know what I mean? Right. So you just know, you're the, like, the, the, this the, is going to be an hour of just pain and suffering. Yeah, the subplot is like, hey, this she, is not She burns, up. of course, because of climate change. Like, yeah. You just knew where it was going. We're going to create a very likable character that is going to be tortured in a way that's going to make you want to recycle. 100%. That's what they're doing. <laughs> so she has the baby and immediately has the baby. People break in and take the baby. And they like pass this baby down the stairs of people holding it, you know? Ew, like crowd surfing and, like and your then mom you at Mercy. See him, like break its neck. No. And the noise. An infant? People just, uh, uh, yeah, just like wet newborn baby. baby. Jesus was like 30 something. <laughs> it, oh, gosh. And I just watched people stand up and leave, and I was like, I, I kind of get it. And then she's fighting to go down the stairs to get to it. Yeah. And they're eating it because of like communion. Okay. <laughs> Insane. But I've never seen... I've seen people walk out of theaters. You know I've seen some, some not yeah, savory things. Uh, but all these people left at the same scene. It was the first time I've ever seen it happen. Where people in different groups... It wasn't like two people being like, let's leave. Yeah. The threshold of the general audience was just like, this is it. All right. I'm out. Mm-hmm. That was too far. So that, was, that was a pretty memorable I've seen that one. at comedy shows. <laughs> That's true. The equivalent of a baby's neck being broken told in joke form. Yeah. And people are like, okay, that's uh, much much as this as I can take. I haven't seen... I've seen a couple people leave, maybe, but there was the one roast joke. Do you remember that one? No. The the R word. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You told me that. We probably should. <laughs> we probably should. <laughs> some things you shouldn't joke about. Yeah. Or uh, There's some things that if you joke about them, people that didn't know the show was going to be like this are probably going to say, let's go home. Yep. And if you joke about certain topics, you better nail it and the angle and think about what you're trying to say. Yeah, don't casually approach something that is very upsetting. Right. Do it tactfully. Look at us. And then have, it can be the most funny thing ever. Yeah. We have a moral of the story. Look at that. Yeah. So I feel ready to get married after this. Good. I feel like we got a lot of stuff off our minds. I won't eat your baby. I can commit to that. Yeah. If you guys liked this episode, let us know because <laughs> it seems insane. This one feels very sloppy and loose. Yeah, but this is what people ask us for. They're always like, we like it when it's just you guys talking about random stuff. So this is our best ver- example of us just doing that. And especially in this uh, in this season, yeah, I know. I have so with much. You get married with me launching Saint Andre. We're swamped boys right now. We are. We're swampy boys. Yep, it's like Gainesville, Florida, all over again. One hundred percent. So you get you get back in town from your honeymoon. I will kind of be out of the weeds. I'll be able to come up for air a little bit, I think. And we're back to normal. We're, yep. I promise we're not out of guests. Yeah. Well, my whole honeymoon it's supposed to thunderstorm. In Mexico, the part of Mexico we're in, so I'm going to think of a lot of good podcast topics for us. Good. I'm going to say, Anna, leave me alone for a few days. I got to brainstorm about 
No worries if not. Yeah. If you guys want to send uh, any marriage advice to me, you could send it at nwinpodcast at gmail.com or directly to me on Instagram. I'm going to post probably a uh, a post about how I got married, and you guys could all like that for the algorithm. Yeah. And I got to get some good uh, hinge content of me singing at your wedding. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my plan. We'll get that. Yep. Um, let me know. I'll make sure I film it. Deal. So, <laughs> Okay. Uh, next time you guys hear from me, I'll be wearing a wedding ring and... A lot. Ha- I'll be different. You'll be different, and there's going to be uh, three people on the podcast because y'all are one flesh now. That's exactly right. Is that how that we'll works? have Anna back on talk about how the wedding went. Yeah, we made predictions and things, right? Yeah, I think, I think we so. We'll dig those up. I'll have to listen to it. I don't remember. Okay. Thanks. Thanks for listening. Bye bye. Love you. Con- happy marriage. Don't get divorced. I have to pee so bad. Okay. Bye. Ow.